when you listen to rich people like Cuban and all these guys talk about, you know, their favorite memories, it's always the come up. It's never like, well, last night I was hanging out with um, Jeff Bezos and he offered to blow me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody, nobody gives a fuck. It's like, or we were sitting in his luxury box and we're just like shooting shit and like, oh yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. They always talk about the grind and how hard they work to come up because that's when you face the most adversity. That's when you test yourself. You see if you're any good at what you're doing. You push yourself mm-hmm. and then you see results. And that's, I think, the key to the whole game. I think that's the most fun part. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. What's up, it's Iceman. And we are, I think this is the episode, I don't know, we're in Halloween month, so I'm wearing cat ears because would it even be Halloween month if I wasn't a cat at least no, once? No, you were already a cat in our house a couple times. Yeah, and many times I'm a cat, but especially during Halloween month. Yes. If you, if you go back and watch previous podcast episodes. Look at the footage. It, it is truth. Look at the footage. It is fa- facts. It is real facts. Google it. Um, anyway, happy Halloween month uh, for those who celebrate. If not, then happy end of summer, uh, start of fall equinox. Um, a, f- a friend maybe. of ours was telling somebody that they have cool nails for Halloween and, and then they just said, they just looked at her and went, I don't celebrate Halloween. <laughs> It was like, whoa. Just because they were orange. Just because they were orange tipped. I mean, they look like, I mean, happy October nails. Yeah, then. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> Whatever. What do you want from me? Yeah. Well, anyway, usually we have like some sort of Halloween themed episode planned, but we've been doing so many like parallel universe, aliens, murder, murder yeah. episodes that I, today we're just doing a Q&A, but what could be scarier <laughs> than being confused about life? That's a fact. So today we are answering your questions that you have submitted to podcast at Nikki.limo. If you would like to submit a question, we answer, we'll answer anything. It's like an ask us anything yep. type of episode. So you could ask us anything and we may or may not answer it, but we probably will. Uh, podcast at nikki.limo is the email address you can send those to. There'll be a link in the description or it'll just be in the description if you want to reference it uh also check out our patreon because we take patreon questions before all other questions so patreon.com slash sticky s-t-i-k-k-i it helps uh, support the show and also we like to hang out there do discord uh there's nikki just did a poker 101 i did live show that was very fun that was really fun um i do a show every tuesday night called crypto corner where i walk through all my latest crypto all the latest crypto happenings and all my favorite moves to make and it's it's always a blast and we do a monthly live stream where we play a game drink do all kinds of stuff. So there's that. Uh, but we're going to jump into these questions. Again, we are not experts at anything. So if you take our advice, that's on you. But we will try to answer to the best of our abilities. Okay. This one is from Patreon. Like I said, you get first dibs on these episodes if you are a patron. So hello again, Queen Nikki and Crypto King Steve. That's right. Hello. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Last time I submitted a question was last March, and it was about my pettiness, giving my husband silent treatment for days, and my difficulty in expressing my feelings without crying every time. I started seeing a therapist weekly since then, and I feel like I am in a better state of mind and have learned to be more compassionate with myself and hence with others. I have learned to mostly let go of anxiety over things outside of my control and establishing healthy boundaries with my mom, which are very necessary. I feel like I have done a lot of growing in the last few months and feel more confident. With that being said, the one thing I'm still not confident about is making a career change. As much as I like my job in science field and have 
I I have reached my full potential there and there's no opportunity to advance. I'm looking for something different, perhaps in the creative field. I love painting, designing, etc. But thought of but the thought of putting myself out there and doing interviews again makes me so nervous. It is definitely a fear of rejection and lack of confidence when it comes to upselling my talents. I tell myself that the worst that can happen is other employers say no, but I'll still have my stable uh, and but I'll still have my stable job in the meantime and should feel no pressure. Still, I can't seem to take that step towards finding a new career, even though I keep dreaming about it lately. TIA, feel free to give me a nickname of your choice. I think TIA thinks in advance. Uh, oh, I was like, or did she mean to call me Tia, like an like, auntie? Oh no, she has a TIA. That's too bad. I hope it doesn't hurt. Yeah, oh. they often do. No. Okay. Well, thanks in advance is the acronym there. Okay. Well, cute nickname. Um, your nickname was cute nickname. Oh, that's so. Cute. Thanks, cute nickname, for writing in. Um, okay. Career changes are big. They should induce anxiety. I mean, maybe not should, but they do. It's very natural to feel. A lot of anxiety whenever whenever a big a big change comes right but how cool is it that she knows what she wants to do i know that's really cool like, like even the clarity of a lot of people don't know what they want to do so they get stuck because they don't even know what they want to do mm-hmm. and there's they spin their wheels with that but you don't have to spin your wheels about that you're just afraid of the next leap yeah so you have a huge advantage when it comes to this topic yes. um i would make a game out of it frankly i think if you can meme anything make it take it less seriously yes you um will have more fun doing it because you don't need it to happen it just would be funny if it happened or fun if it happened exactly yeah like um you need because you need to keep that joy of doing it Mm -hmm. right like it can't be this huge pressure of like i have to perform well or else this isn't gonna work it's just then you're right it's a self-fulfilling prophecy it's not gonna work you have to keep that joy of doing it i think the best way is exactly how you describe where you're telling yourself, you know, well, I still, I'll still have my job in science. Like if, if I, if it doesn't work out, right. So exactly. take all that pressure off. And I know you know that, but then she's asking like, how do I take the pressure off? And how would you make a game out of it? Well, I like to, to, um, like I like memes. Yeah. So I like, um, like gifs and memes and silly things. And, um, so the, you know, good example, uh, recently took a pretty big L in crypto. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things to do is joke about it because it like, it's just fun to like go, yeah, well, can't wait to do it again. Can't wait to get wrecked again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not that serious, even though like what happened sucked, but it's still not that serious. Cause it's like, I have the confidence of knowing that I'm going to do it again. Hashtag I'm going to do it again. Yeah. But I also know that it sucked, but it's like, so it's like, not only am I gonna do it again, but I'm gonna get wrecked again. Yeah. Even though I, you know, do I really think I'm gonna get wrecked again? I don't think that I will, but it's just, a, it just makes it more fun. To yeah, me. to make fun of yourself To make fun almost. of all of it, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and not like, take it too seriously. I think that's what, you know, we do through comedy too, is Have like to. you take things that are dark, things that feel bad, things that are heavy, and you turn them into light. Always has been my thing. So whenever there's a thing that feels that way, like it's okay for it to feel that way. Then what are you going to do about that feeling? You got to turn into light somehow, like making it into a game, make it into a joke, make it into something. Like if you're an observer of yourself, like this girl's going from like, this is you talking about you as in the third person, basically like this girl is a a scientist, like knows all this mad, crazy, cool science stuff and is going to go paint stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then yeah. it works out for her. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> hilarious. Gonna paint stuff for a living. It's and it's like, she's, like yeah, I paint stuff for a living. It's like yeah, I throw I threw away my career and now I paint shit. <laughs> yeah, but like that's, and I love it. But it's funny because like you can make that happen and that can be your reality, like something that funny. Yeah. And that's why, you know, because if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, I always talk about how Nikki is my sitcom wife because I never know what she's going to do next. And, like, this past year has been, like, sitcom wife gets really good at poker and, like, crushes it. And, and like, you know, publicly crushes it. And everyone's like, yo, what the fuck is up with Nikki? How come she won? How come she finally tabled the World Series of Poker? And I'm like, because it's funny. Because it's funny. Because it's funny. And it's really funny that, like... I went on a losing streak after that. It's you funny, know? exactly. Like and it's, it's not, just even that's funny to me. Like it, I don't think it's permanent. And it's no not that serious. It's not serious. It's never that serious. When you won, it wasn't that serious. When you entered a losing streak, it's not that serious. Yeah, because you it's just, all experience. It's all fun. They fall in love with the experiences exactly. that you're having during the the figuring it out process. The joy and glory of the climb. Yeah, please. yeah, because that really is the win. Because I know it's such a cliche, like. Success is in the journey, right? But it really is because you like imagine climbing a mountain. Okay, yeah, you're climbing, climbing, climbing. And you're like, because oh, that top of the mountain is gonna feel so great. Well, you get to the top of the mountain, you don't stay like you're like no one gets to the top of the mountain and goes, okay, Let's and I live here I'm now. Living here. Yeah, it's like you get like, that moment and it's fleeting. You get to go to the, sometimes. Hey, when the astronauts went to the moon, did they hang out on the moon? No, they got the fuck out of there because you can't live on the moon. You can't and live that's something there. that I discovered recently with crypto. You cannot live on the moon. You can go to the moon, and God damn it, did I ever. <laughs> then you got to get off the moon. But human beings aren't supposed to live in space. Yeah. Your spacesuit only lasts for so long. There's radiation. There's it's not a, it's not a good environment for human beings. So where was the fun part? It was the it was the getting there, right? I'm it was you. all the stuff that went into like I don't know if I'm gonna get there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then you get there and you're like, holy shit, I got there. The work is the most fun part. Like this part of like you know not to relate everything to crypto, but like it really works for me right now. It's clicking. Like the, this is the fun part. This is where I get to do it again and get to you know lay the road that I'm going to go 100 fucking miles an hour to the moon in. But this time I'm coming home. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. But that, but like you know, um, when you listen to rich people like Cuban and all these guys talk about you know their favorite memories, it's always the come up. It's never like, well, last night I was hanging out with um, Jeff Bezos and he offered to blow me. Like you know what I mean? Nobody, nobody gives a fuck. It's like, or we were sitting in his luxury box and we're just like shooting shit and like, oh yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. They always talk about the grind and how hard they work to come up because that's when you face the most adversity. That's when you test yourself. You see if you're any good at what you're doing. You push yourself, mm -hmm. and then you see results. And that's, I think, the key to the whole game. I think that's the most fun part. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I mean, I even think that everything's a metaphor too. Like on a grander scale, I've come to the. I think that like if we do reincarnate, like if that's what like we we choose to come here or whatever, it's the same shit. Like we we do it for to see if we can see if we can achieve something for the contrast of feelings, you know, that. of getting there. I hundred thousand know? percent believe that. Uh, I think that's so fun. Anyway, I'm excited for you. you Legit. Know? Because you, know, you knowing that you still have this career in science, if it doesn't work out, it's like that's. You have like a little cushion, like you have a net there. You can yeah, you can go good. walk the tightrope and know that there's a net there that can catch you in case you fall. And you could choose to go try it again. You already have experience that nobody can take away from you. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It's not like you have basketball skills and you're close to 40 and you haven't made the team. Yeah. You know, that's different. Like you have something that they can't take from you. 
Yeah, you know, someone explained to me one time, an, a much older, wiser person uh, that I respect, They, I was worried, I was in my mid-20s or maybe like, I don't know, late, maybe late 20s, I can't remember, but um, I, <laughs> it's funny because I go through the same patterns all the time, but I, I was at this place where like, I was in a transition and I wasn't sure, like, I wasn't, I didn't know if I was going to make it. I was so scared of falling all the way back to um, where I started, which was, like, barely being able to pay my rent, working a bunch of waitressing jobs, like, you know, struggling a lot, struggle bus city. I had I had gotten to a point and uh, my lifestyle was at a point where I was scared of losing it. And they were like, look, you, like, you can't go back all the way back to the beginning. Like, you, you've just, you have too many things that you build like you build too many skills you you achieve too many things in the interim that will that protect you from falling all the way back it's like shoots and ladders he's like if you were playing the game of shoots and ladders you go on this board but you never you're never going to hit the slide the shoot that drops you all the way back to the beginning you're not gonna you pass that one like you don't have that one you can fall back a little bit like you can hit a shoot that, that takes you back a little bit um maybe to a place where you're like damn it i don't want to be back here but you won't go all the way back to the beginning. And that thought is comforting. You know, can you promise that? No, but like, it's, I think it's true. I don't know anyone that goes all the way back to the beginning. So rest easy in that. You've done enough stuff. You put in the work. You've done enough. You've earned enough credit and skills that you'll, you won't fall back all the way to the beginning. You might belly flop. You won't fall flat on your face. How about that? How's How about, about that? that? How's about that? Belly flops hurt though, but. Ten, like for a couple seconds. Pussy. I'll belly flop all day. <laughs> no, you don't. It doesn't hurt at all. No, you don't. You don't know me. When you jumped in, when you cold plunged earlier, did you belly flop or did you pencil in? You didn't see, so. You penciled in, I bet. I could say whatever I want. Yeah, right. I could say whatever I want. You didn't see it. Did it happen? Did you? Yep. You didn't belly flop. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> you know what? I did. I did. Nice. Yeah, thank you. It's like I'm listening to Nikki's audiobook right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and then he says, Did you? And I said, You know what? I did. And sometimes we belly flop in life, you know? That's right. And if no one saw it, did it happen? Thank you. I don't know what this is. I don't Moving know what on the to the next anymore. question. The next question is titled, Need help with feelings, with the feelings. Is love still there? Okay, here okay. we go, everybody. Indeed. Get your tea ready. Hi, Nikki and Steve. If you're reading this out loud, please keep my name anonymous. I'll start off first with some compliments. Yay! Anonymous name. What, what have we got for this person? Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. Thank you for your... Thank you, Bart Simpson. Thank you for the email. Nikki, I've been following you around for seven years now. Oh, my goodness. Stalker. Just kidding. Steve, I've been forced <laughs> to listen to you. I was immediately drawn to your vlogs and admired how confident and real you were, showing us a more realistic and authentic look into your real life as you un- are unapologetically yourself. Also, I love how we are both into Eminem and for the same reason, being able to relate to his music at the most relevant times. That's awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you so much for watching. Yeah, I do feel like I have always been the most myself on my vlog channel. It like I started 100%. it. And you know what? I started it for just what we were talking about. Like cuz it was just a whatever, like a throwaway. Like Agreed. I didn't like how I know a lot of vloggers, okay? And at the time I knew like the most famous vloggers, and a lot of them planned out their life for the content. Always. And I hated that. 
I just like wanted someone to be like, just show me something real, you What's know? What's your real life like? Yeah. yeah. What you? What is your real life like? Because it's almost like they were insecure about their real life not being interesting enough. Yeah. And it, and at times I will tell you on my vlog channel, I worry about not being interesting enough. I'm like, is this shit boring? Like, I mean, to me, sometimes I think it's boring as fuck. But then I, I realize that so many people don't live this life that I think is repetitive and then I might go look at someone's life that's like uh like doing taxes all day and I'm like well that's interesting I didn't know like like what I, I don't even know what a water cooler office looks like <laughs> you know I do I don't know I don't, I don't know like it. there's some things that are I just think that we take for granted as we think they're boring in our lives but they're actually pretty interesting anyway I just wanted to see if I just did a really raw view of my life like just to document it for myself if it if it if there was any like validity to a real life so i'm glad you liked it thank you um and also fuck yeah eminem steve i've been subscribed to your channel since before jk news look Whoa, at that look og at fan i found your channel hilarious but didn't really get to understand or know you until uh you joined jk news careful boys hell yeah let's go I do strangely remember other content creators talking about you and other mentions of how awesome you are in their channel, SourceFed. I really love how great you are at communicating and your love and love your unbiased and non-judgmental takes when you're on JK News, especially when you have guests on. Oh, oh thank that's you. awesome. That is very you. I could go on and on and let you guys know how much I admire you both, but it would take up the rest of your day and honestly it might creep you both out. Aw. You're sweet. You're so we appreciate sweet, Bart you. Simpson. I'm so happy you both got to where you are today and are living your best lives. And I hope you guys, I, I hope you guys, nothing but happiness. I love this podcast and feel like I've grown alongside you guys. Oh, you're so love sweet. Love it. So for the question, I'll try to keep this nice and short. Also, sorry for the messy writing. It's late and I'm stuck in bed thinking about this. I, 24 male, have been with my girlfriend, 25 female, for five years now. We share the same values and get along well. She's really loving and supportive of everything I do. I've learned so much from her and improved myself immensely during our relationship. Now, when I think about marriage, I still question if she is a good match for me. The first couple of years were great. I had thought then that we were destined to be. However, as time flew, I found myself feeling less genuine about putting effort into the relationship, like taking her out, planning dates, etc. I felt like I was putting in the effort to maintain the relationship, but not for ourselves. Kind of like an obligation or requirement to maintain our relationship because that's what people in relationships do. As time flew, I feel like we are different people sometimes and wonder what it would be like if I ended up if I had ended up with someone that is a little bit more like myself, like same interests, hobbies, music tastes, priorities, etc. I don't particularly connect with her sense of humor and I'm starting to lose interest in her. I know this probably sounds a little superficial. I keep thinking maybe this is what happens when you're together for this long and I wonder if I was really in love with her or just in love with the idea of love. I keep thinking of the phrase never settle since she has been my first quote unquote real girlfriend. She is very lovely and I'm so incredibly lucky to have dated her. However, for the past year or so, I think I have started to fall out of love. I don't get excited to see her anymore and dates don't excite me as much as they used to. Again, I'm wondering if this is normal for a relationship. It's in its fifth year. I just simply don't feel satisfied and it, um, I'm unhappy with the current emotional intellectual and intellectual connection with her. There are a few times where I convince myself that I do love her though. I'm always considerate of her and think of her in some situations like if I'm out shopping, I think my girlfriend would love this or if something exciting happens to me I'd want to tell her right away though thinking about it it could be me just being excited and wanting to share or just wanting to see her happy like I would with a friend 
This is still a confusing feeling for me. Here's the kicker though. She has mental health problems and is really going through it right now more than ever. We had our ups and downs, but I've been supporting her for the whole duration of our relationship thus far. However, in doing so, I feel like I'm obliged to her for emotional support. She doesn't have any friend, many friends and is, has too much anxiety to reach out and speak about her feelings. It pains me to leave such a good person in her current state. I know I shouldn't, but I can't help it. Um, but I also am thinking, would I feel love again in the future as she works on herself and gets better? Is this worth waiting for? Admittedly, as shallow as this is, I was initially attracted to her by her looks and we got together after two dates and two weeks of talking. I felt that compared to previous crushes, I felt more emotional connection to them than my current girlfriend. This is what brought up the thought of breaking up. I just don't know how I should feel. Should we break up? She loves me way more than I love her and has her sights on marriage. <laughs> Holy fucking Meanwhile, shit. Yeah, I think we got an answer I think, for you already. Like, yeah, like, well, well let me I give think you, people let... need to talk this stuff out. It's almost done. Hold yeah. On. Meanwhile, I feel like I went into this relationship too fast and stayed because I have a tendency to try and make everything work until exhaustion. Overall, I'm just unsatisfied with this relationship with no fault to my girlfriend and keep wondering if I should be with somebody else who will connect with me better. Sorry if this message was lengthy. I'm still new to relationships. This is my first serious relationship and find myself asking, what is love? Baby, don't hurt Hope you guys can help. P.S. If you have time, what's your favorite Eminem line? Mine personally, I shout with the slang, simple as ABCs, skip over the Ds and rock the microphone with these. This is from Infinite. Yes, I oh know. Oh my god! It's the three one three song. I First know. First of all, this was not a short. This was not and short. You did not try to keep this short. I just remembered I was absent-minded. Wait, I mean, I've lost oh my, my mind. I can't I'm, find I'm it. I'm done. <laughs> Put it down. Thank you, Bart Simpson. Holy shit, Bart Simpson! That was not brief. Yeah. I love you. That was not brief. That's true. Okay. Um, it's a little repetitive, but you remind me so much of me. Actually, yeah, me too. So much of in me. the worst way. No, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, no, look, let me give you a piece of advice that. A bunch of my friends used to tell my friend Joe before he ended up breaking up with his girlfriend and improving his life like fucking seven times. This is normal. Suffer. Relationships this are work, This is what a relationship bro. is, bro. Everybody falls out of love. You know, <laughs> love is just a, chemi- a chemical connection and it fades yeah. over time. Yeah, fuck you. You know, as people grow older, they stop being attracted to each other. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Fuck you. It's not true. Don't, don't, just because you're in the bucket, don't pull me in. But I, I'm surprised you used Joe as an example because this is exactly the same exact age and the same exact time frame of me and my uh, pre- previous five-year relationship. I wasn't there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I well, was there no. for this one. Okay, but I've talked about it a lot, but it oh, was the well. exact same feelings. And there's a couple of things going on here. One, y- you change a lot during this period of time. From 18 to 25, you are different people. You're figuring out who you are. And so at th- it's very normal that if you started a relationship at 18, 19 years old, that by the time you're in your mid-20s, yeah, yeah, you don't have the same interest anymore. Yeah, maybe the reason you got with them was superficial and now you're realizing maybe I want a deeper connection if I'm going to marry someone forever, you know? Uh, and all those questions are normal. And especially, I don't know if you brought this up, but the fear of, well, they understand me and like I love, I have love for them. I'm just not in love with them. You know, will I ever find someone that understands me the way that they do or It's fear whatever. of missing out. Like you're just, you're worried but, about can you upgrade? <laughs> I I promise you, bro, I promise you that you don't have to settle. You don't. You Like, you just don't. And even if they're in a mental health state, this is exactly how my ex-boyfriend was. I felt the same way, like, where I was like, he's, like, depressed. I was there with the high school girlfriend. Melancholy. He's, like, uh, he has, he's... Melancholy? uh, He's tried to attempt suicide before. Is that a Pokemon? 
get lost. I read books more than I talk. Melancholy. I read books more than I talk. Melancholy evolves into melancholy, though. What? At level 12. It sounds like a fucking Pokemon. Eat my asshole, Green. I will. Literally eat it. I will. You've I never have, but now you will. I plan to. We'll do it in a jacuzzi. Okay. So here's the here's the thing, right? Yes, it's time to dump her. That list was miserable. Dump sounds so mean. Well, what's part the... ways? Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, it's time to part ways because you gave us a list of like every you you basically she just has to clock in and you're like oh you're, like I, I I see stuff at the mall and I'm like oh she would like that your list is valid I think he said superficial so much but it's not superficial it's not exactly it's the opposite of superficial it's, actually it's not you you you're trying after, to justify shit you're so young and this is five years in and if you're talking about marriage you know what are you gonna do 15 20 30 40 years down the line if you're bored now and you don't connect now, you think this is going to get better because you locked in a legal contract exactly, with her? Dude, no, bro, shit. it's going to get so much worse. You don't, you do not want to do that to yourself. Like anyone listening that you're going through that, like, oh, they care about me. I care about them. Who gives a shit? You'll find someone that cares about you and that you care about you're, that you connect to. You, you care about people even when you have to end friendships or relationships. Like yeah. it's, you're a human being, but you still have to do what's right for you. That's the whole. I felt jam. like this person was a family member to me, and it sucked because I right. I still wanted them in my life, but it, they were in love with me still, and I was not in love with them still. I cared about them, but I wasn't in love with them, and you it's sad. Right but it's like you can't suffer through it. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, you can't. Honestly, because minute- it'll it'll come to a head one day, and you'll treat them like shit. Then trust me. So you might as well. Just do the the thing now and be honest with them so they can move on too. Yeah, it's and it was, it was this thing with like where I was when I wasn't with them, I would try to do the same thing where I was try to like miss them and I would like you know I kind of like work it up in my head like okay when they when they come home you know yeah I'm gonna kiss them and I'm in like yeah we'll we'll have a little moment like a romantic moment maybe maybe I'll be attracted to them like and then and then we'll have sex <laughs> or something and they get home and immediately I I'm just repulsed like yeah. I don't want to like I don't. I'm like trying to get myself to to be in that space again, and I can't. Um, But I've never had that with Steve. And we've been, I I was actually worried. I was like, okay, is this normal for five years? Because that's my only experience with being in a relationship for five years. And so when we started to get around five years together, I was like, am I going to like fall? No. Yeah, no. No, we've been together nine years now. It's not for over, the cameras. Um, over nine years it's now. It's not a fucking mean. And I cannot fucking wait to hang out Same. with this guy. I can't in wait fact, to check in on something. I got mad at him yesterday because we didn't get to hang out. And I was like, <laughs> I wanted to tell you things. I missed you. And like, we, we see each other every fucking day. Every day. And I was like, it's so, it's so sad. I cannot wait to see him. When I kiss him, it feels like Magic. butterflies, electricity, Magic. just like when we first started dating. And People are like, yeah, but you guys have something rare or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it's rare or if people just don't give themselves the chance That's to find it. That's what I it. think it is. That's what I think it is, and too. Yeah, you know, you like to think it's rare and all this nice stuff and things. Like, but oh, it's movie theater, like uh, Cinderella story. It's not a movie theater thing. It's that we worked on it, man. We worked on it because the movie sucked at first, right? So, like, you know, we had to find each other and we had to know how to talk to each other. And it's it's... It got, dude, it got so easy to talk to Nikki and like to understand what Nikki means. Like, yeah, once you understand 
the intentions and motives behind the and person. You're rooting for your partner. And, and but like when we say work, okay, like because it's like, well, why would you try to make something work? Where like, like if it sucked in the beginning, like why did you even try? And it's like because we ups had were this so connect, we had a connection, yeah, yeah. And that part, I feel like that that underlying connection part is the stuff people are missing when mm-hmm. they're talking about what you're talking about. It's like you have all the other stuff. Oh yeah, you could talk to each other easy. Oh, you could, uh, you could like understand each other, cool. But like you don't have that, like connection can't wait to fucking see that person yeah Yeah. and nobody makes me laugh like her like nobody like it's a sense of humor like you just said sense of humor that that's big bro yeah it's big you know looks fade things fade like like you got to have fun with them in your life it's got to be like literally like your best friend yeah legit it's It's so corny but marry your best friend but you should you really should yeah really because when all your friends are busy with their spouses or like, you know, whatever, you're moving, you're yeah. whatever. This is like the constant in your life. So, like if you're not having fun, fun with your constant, you're going to have a fucking miserable life. It's going to be stuck. It's going to suck. Exactly. That's why so many people want to get away from their spouses all the time. They always want to go on, you know, boys trips or girls trips or whatever. I don't here. know. I don't. I love hanging out with him. The idea. Even dude, even I was. Even during our bachelor and bachelorette parties, we were split up, and I just wanted to fucking hang with her because we were in Vegas, and I was so excited. <laughs> but yeah, they tried so, to crash our party. Oh, I definitely crashed yeah. your party. I, I had no shame about it, dude. I'm like, yeah, we're crashing it, guys. I'm like, no offense, guys, but you're a bunch of squares, so let's go see what the girls are doing. Um, and I love those boys, but yeah. Um, hope that answers your question. Yeah, I think it's very obvious. I think you just needed to talk it out, honestly. Yeah. Like, you know what to do. Y- you, your gut knows what to do. Yeah. And I, you'll, it'll get better and it'll, you'll feel this sense. I think you'll feel relieved. You will. And you'll feel this sense of like getting to figure out what you like and what you're stimulated by on your own without somebody else. And then the perfect person, like you would, it's almost like you attract them through knowing who you are. Yeah. Getting a better sense of self will bring, will bring you the better reflection. And this relationship wasn't a waste. You learned a lot from being in this relationship. It's your first serious relationship. It's not a throwaway. It's not a like, but that's what people do though. They go, yeah, well I'm in this serious relationship and it's like, wow, it's not going to get much better than this. Is it? And then they just go down that fucking path. I've already been in it for five years. And they're, they're the people who are advising my bud. Like, no, like dude, the misery is like fucking like tight kind of. Yeah, and like working through it though, you get moments of like really fun times. Yeah, it should bro. be the opposite ratio. It's great. great. You have moments of like rough patches, but you most of it is really fun. It's like times. think of it like a house. Like sometimes you got to get the roof fixed, and it's like, no, the relationship is not like a fucking house. If it's if it's like a house, it, the foundation's fucked right now. Like <laughs> just get a new house, bro. Exactly. She's like, you're not gonna get your. It's a negative investment at this point. So, so good. anyway, um, yeah, just, you know, try to do it graciously. Let her know how much she means to you. And it's it's going to hurt her, of course. But it, I think ripping the bandaid off is better than like a slow overtime. You know, it's not fair to her either. You Amen. knowing you're not in love with a, a person that's way more in love with you. It's, you're kind of like having a grasp on their happiness, too. So Amen. I think you should let it go graciously. And on that note, we are going to have a break. Just like you should. That's right. Break up. Oh, Break up. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Buy whatever we tell you to buy. Yes, Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed your little break, as I know we did, because we didn't have one. No, we never really do get an actual we break. It's lie. sort of a lie and a meme. We lie to you. In a bit. We sort of just go right back into we it. We go right back into the episode. We're almost in, if you even watch the show, we're in the same position. It's like we didn't really move. Exactly the same. Anyway, Th- three seconds went by. Our next, oh, by the way, let me just remind you if you want like to submit a question, podcast at nikki.limo. We will read them. We accept compliments as payment. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Okay. This one's titled Ghosting Problems. Please help, all caps. Oh, no. Hey, Nikki and Steve, love the podcast and love the unprofessional advice you give. LOL. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I admire your relationship and hope to have what you guys have one day. Oh, thank you. We just talked about relationship stuff. Okay. We can go on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're perfect. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I'll try to keep this short. So I've been on and off talking to this guy since April. We've had four dates over the course of the last five months spread out. Very spread out. Wow. Yeah. Four dates in five months. Wow. That is insane. They've all been, they've all gone really well. He's super sweet to me in person and is so fun and easy to talk to. We have great banter and he's really fun to joke around with. We always have a good time. So now let's get into the problem. LOL. So like I said, we've only been on a few dates. In the beginning, we talked very frequently and very flirty. After our second date, he started to distance himself a little and seemed not to show as much interest about a week after, not right after the date, which I was a little hurt by. But when I expressed to him, he ensured assured me that that was not the case and he's just been struggling mentally and doesn't really know how to handle it unhappy with his job and just overall unhappy with his life basically and then and he, he said are you free anytime after december 15th <laughs> exactly like what the fuck is going on he told me the last thing he wants is for me to take it personally he would then stop answering me for weeks at a time to where i feel like i'm being ghosted but then boom he'll text me out of nowhere and act as if he never left because he works on an oil rig is he, he a deep sea fisherman right 
he would be sweet to me. And then once I would suggest us hanging out, he would not answer. Uh oh, girl. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, and then maybe respond a couple days later, again, as if nothing was suggested about hanging out. Seemingly uninterested. But recently, he popped back up and opened up a little more about his depression. And he doesn't understand why he can't be consistent with me. And he told me he really does enjoy himself when he's with me. By the way, we haven't had sex. Just a fun little makeout sesh. LOL. I feel like that's important info because sex could be a reason he would be reaching out. But that hasn't even happened yet. So we hung out again and it was totally normal and fun, but he started to drop off again. And I guess my question is, is it even worth it? I stress about him a lot because I obviously like him, but I can't help but feel like I might be romanticizing him in my head. I'm very attracted to him and I think he has a great personality, but I really don't know too much about him as we've only met a few times in person. The feeling of being rejected by him causes me great anxiety and it's been putting a lot on me mentally. I just feel terrible about myself every time he doesn't answer me, even though he might not be meaning for it to be malicious. But I truly can't help but to answer when he finally does reach out and because he's not my boyfriend and in theory he doesn't owe me anything, I don't give him a hard time for his lack of communication. Girl, it doesn't matter if he's what not your boyfriend. What the fuck exactly? It's, your, it's human decency. It's just that the back and forth is fucking mine is mind fucking me a yes. bit. Yes. I definitely feel like I may have just answered my own question. You did. <laughs> but any advice from you guys is much appreciated thank you please keep me anonymous S sorry if this was all over the place the situation is a bit hard to explain no this was great very nice it's and okay floofy do very nice and concise yeah by the way bart simpson chill out i was just fucking around um but yeah it was long anyway <laughs> just to yeah dude you know this is fucked up it's bad this is fucked up like it doesn't matter there's no titles yet like i don't want to be a weirdo and like be like but we but like i need to see you more and there's no titles dude four dates in five months is this a title of a fucking blog right like who does this except for like some buzzfeed reporter who's like i just thought i'd do like an experiment like four dates in five months like what's gonna happen like if this is just a casual thing like you enjoy someone's company and it's like you're thinking of him as like a friend that you're you kind of like hook up with when you see when you do see each other fine but if you're thinking about this as like you someone like you it. could potentially date or take seriously or you know be a long-term thing fuck no fuck because no. Th what person do you would you allow to treat you like this you know like that's not someone that you would you should yeah but nikki when he picks me life. up it's great when and he opens room, up about his fine. depression okay fine so what People have depression and still are not rude or, you know. Yeah, treating you like shit and then go, sorry, I have depression. It's like, yeah, red flag city, like, brother. Okay, depression is like, look, if I have depression, right? But mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, sometimes I can be, it seems rude, like if I don't respond to people. But those are going to be people that are like that people that understand me, you know, like th that those are the people that I keep in my life or people that I like, I feel like I can be my most authentic self with. And then later I'm like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I just like was going through it that day. And like, I, I'm sorry. I, I took so long to respond, but I don't leave them hanging for a month, you know, like and you're not I'm, dating them and I'm not dating them. Exactly. If it's I was, if it's a romantic situation and I've only seen them like you're essentially a stranger that I'm interested in, right? I'm not, if I'm really interested in you, I want you to be, to know that I, I want you to know that I'm interested in you. Right. I'm not going to leave it's, you hanging for right. a month. It's like, hey, this is how I express interest. I don't really talk to you very much. It's like, it what? seems like you're the girl who he goes to, like, where he's like, ah, oh, shit, I was a shitty person when I was in my depression funk. Um, I feel bad ab about leaving this girl hanging. Okay, I'll, I'll hit her up. Okay. And then we hang, you hang out and you have an okay time, but it's like he doesn't seem like he's like super 
wanting to pursue you as a romantic interest. And I, yeah. I know that sucks. You said you don't want to feel rejected by him, but you are you, being you rejected. Are being you're actively. currently actively being rejected by him. Constantly. And you're like prolonging it. You know, this is a guy. And you're enabling it. He's girl. using it as a placeholder. Like when he's truly interested in someone, you're he will actually ghost you. Like you won't hear from him again because like you're just like an in the in between whenever he doesn't have something to do that day. That's right. I guess every that's once, what it sounds like. once every five weeks. Do we know for a fact? No, but that's what doesn't, that's why it doesn't matter. Cause it's how you're being treated. Yeah. That's all. So it doesn't it, it add could up. be fucking 10,000 reasons why, you know, mentally why he can't do all this stuff. That doesn't matter because you're still feeling bad about it. Like if you were like, like, Hey, I actually don't really need hang out with people that much, Steve and Nikki. And like, I, like once a month is fine by me. And yeah, other, but that's not how it is with you. No, so, you feel ghosted and you feel a lot of anxiety from it. So right. That's, that's not And cool. that's a natural feeling to have when you're interested in somebody and they leave you hanging. Especially if I, if I text Steve and I'm like, Hey, you want to hang out? And then I don't hear from him at all. Crickets. Yeah. And then three weeks later, he's like, Hey, so I just saw a movie. What do you think about this? Hocus Pocus too. And did you like it? It's like, he didn't even acknowledge no, that. I didn't like it. He didn't say, he didn't answer my question about wanting to hang out. He didn't acknowledge it. And then I'm just supposed to suck it up. Like, you didn't even, okay. Like, yeah, dude. And, and, and you say, like, oh, like, it's suspicious if you guys have had sex because then it's like he's only hitting you up for sex. And so you know that it can't be that. It's, no, it's pretty no, legit. Actually. It's actually because you've only made out that he kind of friend zoned you. Yeah. Like, he's, you're kind of like a romantic friend zone. Like, you're not. You're a fun hang. Yeah, you're a fun hang. Sometimes. Maybe it's not, sex isn't expected at all, but like, it's like, whatever, like, I can just hang out with this girl. There's no obligations. You've let it be very, like, non-committal. So, you're like, Steve, it's cool because he takes us, he takes me to Chili's and like, he says he doesn't just take any girl to Chili's. Yeah, that is special. That would be special, actually. I take it back if that's the case. I've only taken you Chili's once. I know you. Used, it's that special. I, well, you used to work there, and you used to talk a big game about all the different stuff at Chili's. You never took me there once. I once. told you I couldn't eat anything on the menu. <laughs> you did tell me that. Um, I would order from the kids' menu. Uh, good thing for both of us that I don't like Chili's. By the way, uh, Chili's hack: if you don't like anything on the menu, and someone takes you there, uh, get the there's like a portobello mushroom burger you can get. There's like um, these bean burgers that are pretty good too that okay. aren't really on the menu oh by the way actually you know what and the I'm, fries are really good. i'm pretty trash i like the chips and salsa even though they give you like barely a fucking little like ketchup cup grease. of it it's literally what? all grease i'm talking the, about the, the chips. salsa but the chips are like all grease well, yeah those chips aren't my favorite but no you the know they're salsa, 900 calories a basket that's insane uh, i don't eat there i haven't in a while but dude giving someone a little tiny little saucer of just salsa is fucked up right. with like three thousand chips around it believe me I was so annoyed as a, about that as a server because you know how every time you go out, go by a table they're like, can yeah. we get some more salsa? Yeah, can we get every some more? time, every fucking time, every time. So annoying. But they just want you to fill up on them chips right there. Yeah, you know they do. Mm-hmm. Those chips are high calorie. Yeah, bro, anyway. not worth it either. Anyway, um, anyway, so, so what should we get a dessert at Chili's? <laughs> uh, I think as long as you're allowing this kind of energy in your life, where you're like waiting on this guy's responses and stuff, you are kind of blocking yourself subconsciously yeah. from someone that does treat you the way you want to be treated. Because you're you're basically like saying out energetic subconsciously that like, this hey, is okay. this is okay. Yeah. Like this is how I am okay being treated in a romantic sense. And when you pick me up, I'm going to be chill about it. I'm chill girl. Yeah. I'm chill girl because I know I'm not and your I'm girlfriend. And I'm so chill and that's why this situation works for me. And so like, 
And guess what? You're going like, to get treated okay. like it. You're going to get treated like and a chill she's girl. She's cool with that, I guess. Okay. Yep. So we'll keep giving her more of that. Like, cut it off. No. No. We don't like him. Yep. Break up. It's well, not a real relationship, but still. Break up. What? You can't push the breakup button if they're not together. I didn't push it. I just said it myself. Okay, good. Mark, don't break up. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like cheating, but all right. It's a hack. I guess. Life hack. Breakup button hack. Breakup button hack. All right. Well, thank you for your question. I'm yeah. sorry to be so luck out there. hard on you. I feel like I just was like I'm like an over, I'm like an older sister that just wants to. You well, sometimes to be, we got to coach. I just you want guys you to up. be happy. Sometimes we got to coach you guys up. And it's sometimes, tough love. Yeah, to coach you up, we got to be tough on you. Yeah, but you'll be happier. I swear. If exactly. you if you grow from it, it's great. Okay, this uh, question is titled. You lied. You are professionals. Okay. Mid long message. I'm sorry. Canide is maybe Canada. Look at this. You read it. Okay, I'm gonna read it. Okay. I think it's just this person's name. Okay. That's what you were reading. So it says you lied. You are professionals. Mid long message. I'm sorry. Hey, ice, NFT. But he put, but they put their, they put the kind is. I'm just saying that that's what the, that's what was it. written. That's what was written. They say it's kind is is their name. So well, how do you know it's their name? Because it says it in their fucking email. Well, okay, Look, right yeah, there. yeah, no, I know, I saw that part. Uh, but, but but why they put it right after the first sentence? I think they're just trying to say like how to pronounce it. Okay. So I just okay, did. give me my phone back. Fun. I'll read it. All right, kind is. Hey, ice NFT lord and ice blocker. I'm not very good at NFTs, Breaker. but thank you. I am, I am quite good at crypto, but not NFTs. Thank I you. break ice. I don't block it. I'm at work right now hanging off the side of a building three stories up. Holy shit. So not enough time to compliment. So feel free to not keep me anonymous, but make up two amazing compliments for each other for me. Okay. So like, I've followed Steve for ass. so long and he, he has a fantastic ass. Fantastic ass. Steve's ass is so fantastic. I can't believe Nikki has not seen it she very got, often. She got into a jacuzzi today and I quite enjoyed it. You saw? Of course I did. I always wait for it. You I wait looked? for it. Of course. I you wait looked for it. at my butt. I wait for the disrobement. <laughs> I wait for it. Well, I'm going to do it even more alluring next time as if nobody's watching. <laughs> I didn't know you were watching. What I a perv. Always, I always You're watch. such a perv. You're like, oh, can you go get my notebook? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I just fucking wait around the corner and I'm like, ha ha. You brought me the wrong notebook. Like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you have so many fucking journals. I'm like, whatever. That's a notebook. Ugh. I have one journal. Okay, question. I've been making music for 12 years now. Wow, that's a long time. 27 songs deep, and I've found the reassurance that my music is good. Good for you. Let's go. Only problem is I've had a very hard time locking down a fan base. I've put a long time into Instagram slash TikTok and some time into vlogging and still have had little luck. Do you have any tips on getting to uh, getting to the people that need your content? My niche is hopeful romanticism and mastering your emotion. How do I get the fans that would benefit from my music and short form content? Y'all are everything I wish I had as a teen trying to figure out life. Thank you. I adore the love you two share and hope to one day find the same p.s if you're ever bored and want to see the content my main focus to push my music is tiktok is tiktok now tiktok oh that's why it was spelled like that because tick it's just it's their tiktok okay name. so the first thing you're gonna do okay. is change your fucking name yeah that's a hard name that's to a hard remember. name to say out loud hard name to read hard the name branding so when i first started as a stand-up it was i was it's still nikki limo snero yeah and it 
always got botched. People couldn't pronounce it. People would spell it wrong. I couldn't be Googled because it was always misspelled in everything that I was in. Exactly. So I Simplified. chopped it to Nikki Limo, not because of like cultural stuff where I was like, you know, trying to be more appealing, but just simply because branding wise, people just could not find me. They could not remember my name. They'd be like, <laughs> What's her la- like Nikki? It was like the, I don't know. I want to book her, but I don't know how to find her because I can't remember her last name. Dude, Nikki if Limo. I gotta spell your name like that, like the, what you just sent me, which by the way is your lead name, and yes, you don't have to change it, but you should. But you, I mean, like, because if I have to spell that shit in a Google, are you kidding me, bro? I will never remember it unless I, exactly. you put it into some sort of like catchy thing that I can remember. Yes, make it, but make it something alliteration wise that people can like it stands out to people or in yeah. some way, in some way. And I'm sorry to say that because I mean, there's tons of people with complicated last names that make it like Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever. Like there's there's people that have. Dude, Timmy D changed his name later. I'm just saying sometimes, yeah, yeah, you're not going to, you know, unless you're going to be Arnold or whatever and just pave your own fucking path no matter the fuck what in every room you walk into, you're a steamroller. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to go, okay, well, yeah, this isn't easy for people. Let's Give make yourself this. yourself a cool nickname. Yeah, let's make this easy. Let's make it as easy as possible. And look, look, does that mean like this is a, a fucking piece of advice for everybody in the world? No, I'm just saying like maybe this If you're would having help you. trouble with branding yes, and people exactly. finding you, this might be it. it. It might not be, but it might be it. And Dude, it's worth like looking into. Just making it easy on people. Yeah. Right? And and you asked me, bro. Okay, you asked me. So that's, yeah. that's... And this is unprofessional <laughs> advice, even though you say that we are professionals. Yes. Um, second piece of advice, I would say, is... You know, you want to get your music out there, right? So, like, you're already doing the right thing. Being on TikTok is really smart. Mm -hmm. Like, being on there is smart. And maybe, you know, maybe you'll already get some exposure from that. But then you just got to make sure that people connect you with your music. And also, I want you to remember that it's not, like, a job where the amount of time you put into it, you're guaranteed that back. Like, sometimes you, like, are trying, 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 hitting your head up against the fucking wall. And then something randomly goes viral. And then all of a sudden, it's easy mode, and people find your content because they subscribe to you because they found you through that viral and that thing. It doesn't matter what the fuck your and name it is. Does, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what your name is, and also it doesn't. It's different for everybody. It's like some people go viral three videos in, some people go viral after five years, but it doesn't matter as long as you love what you're doing and are continuously looking for ways to improve it. I think you're in the right mindset right now of like. What can I be doing differently? Like what? Yes, maybe great. it's your thumbnails. Maybe it's um, consistency. Maybe it's uh, you're jumping all over the place and you're not staying to one niche. Maybe it's your SEO. Maybe you need to collaborate with people that are in the same niche as you so that you can cross promote each other and people can find you. Anything you could do to collaborate with people yeah. is super key too because um, people want to find like you when you like a certain type of music a certain artist you like want to find other people that sound like that because artists aren't always putting out albums all the time you know like sometimes they go a six month stretch and you're like I, I want more new music that it's in the same type of vein so people want that and they seek that so the more you can collaborate and put yourself into groups um you know network with other musicians and stuff that are in that same group i think <clears> that you all naturally start to see uh, an increase in eyeballs that are on you and then then you have something go viral but enjoy the process of you know the slow build while you're but you waiting. you should be thankful you live in a unique time where you can just record your shit easily like using a phone now you yeah can put your shit on tiktok like right the fuck away mm -hmm. and like if you keep and stay consistent please stay consistent 
Consistency is the key, especially to that platform. You got to be consistent. Yeah. You got to be plugging and plugging and plugging away at it. I know. Twenty years ago, you had to go to a, le- a, re- a, le- a label, a record label. Yeah, you, you had gotta, to go through like it was hard to get people to. People were handing out CDs on corners, you know. Dude, even my even doing my videos and stuff. I remember there were some where I'm like, man, this is my favorite video, but I am hitting my days. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm hitting my days, and that's what matters the most is that you're consistently providing. Um, so that you're keeping yourself out there. So please make sure that to keep it to consistency. Don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. Yeah. Right. Like just make sure that you're you're putting your stuff out there, and it's still you. It's your works. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, also, bro, doing the fucking what everyone else is doing of the day thing grows you quickly. On yeah, that, like on that trending platform. stuff. Trending if you can stuff. take some, a trend and make it align with your voice and what you do yeah like you, that helps a it lot. helps a hell of a yeah. time you'll you'll like you'll go it'll just work faster for you especially if you have something like to show for yourself yeah seen it a million times so. so keep doing it create creative fields are not linear they're not like traditional yeah, dude, jobs not, where like you i worked at this place for five years and so i get a promotion now like it's not like that there's not one way to do it it's like I worked here for six months and I went to the top and then I went back down and then I yep. didn't work for four years and then all of a sudden I started getting consistent again. It's like such a weird... Dude, I know people who ran coffee for YouTubers and now they're bigger than the old YouTubers. Yeah. Were with. I mean, it's yeah. Just, you just don't know how you're, what you're in is going to be, but then you get inspired and you do your thing and it's awesome. I remember certain YouTubers that showed up to our like totally sketch meetups yeah. And then they were and they were fans. Yep. And they then their channel blew up to like millions and millions and millions. Exactly. Yeah. So you just like it's just like a it, there's no there's no one right way in this field. There is no one right way. Just the, so that's why it's even more important that you enjoy what you do. I made Philip DeFranco change his name. I was like, your name's Whack. You made him. His real name is I don't know if people know this. Sexy Phil. No, it's Xander Colfus. <laughs> And I was like, "That's not. It doesn't work." That is his first name was sexy. Oh yeah, he used to, when he started. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was like Xander, Zan. I was like Zan. Yeah. You gotta fucking get real about your name, dude. You need something catchy, so you know you could say something in the beginning, like "Time to get filled." It, you know, something <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's that's what we came up with. <laughs> yeah, we came up with that. Yeah. So. <laughs> take By the way, that. he sucks at fantasy football. Just FYI. He really does. And he offers bad trades. Just putting it on the record bad right trades. now. Bad trades. Bad, horrible trades. Terrible manager. Exactly. Terrible. But thank you. Great, catchy name. Catchy, catchy name. You're welcome. So there you go. Work on your name. You know, that's all. That's all it takes. Work on your (laughs) fucking name. Spend money on your name. Work on your name. Do nothing but work on your name. I will say, when you have a complicated name, it's easy to get the your domain name. Hey, that's a fact. Because nobody wants it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also I was able to get Nikki Dot Limo. Because they made a dot limo. Oh, yeah. And isn't that, that's so random to me. Do you remember that guy who sat on my stephencomedy.com? Yeah. He's sitting on it for years and this trying guy's to like, sell it to you. this guy's trying to sell it to me. He's like, he's like, okay, 10 grand. Okay, five grand. Okay, three grand. And I'm like, bro, you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. I'm like, I will literally never have a website. Yeah. I will, just because you're doing this to me, I will never have a fucking website. <laughs> and like, he eventually got so begging me. He's like, please, man, come on. Oh, you don't have to pay so much money to fucking hold on to this thing. He's paid like 50 bucks a year or whatever. <laughs> And it, he finally gave up. And yeah. Now, and now I have my website. Do you really? I do. No, you don't. I do. What? Yeah, I have my domain now. Fuck that but guy. But you don't even do anything. I waited him out. Well, we'll see what happens now. I have a fucking huge library. 
just chilling there. Also, I just feel like you should come up with a more creative name for a website than Steve Green Comedy. I probably should, but now I have it, so now I can't wait that long. So and then now we're use paying it. fifty bucks a year. Suck a dick. Suck a dick, bitch. But <laughs> hey, that guy thought he could wait me out. You can't yeah. wait the ice man out. I will fucking freeze under the ice, dude. It's true. Yeah, if to take me out with the blow most, dryers. The most stubborn person I have ever met in my Damn life. Damn right. My parents told me that I was the most stubborn person, and then I met Steve, and I was like. Guys, I found one better. I agree that I'm the most stubborn person, but you are the second most stubborn person. I, I might be the second most stubborn person. I think person. you are. But Maybe. I. But honestly, once you get to the point where you really love your person, yeah. even when they're being like yeah. shitty stubborn, You're you just, just like, kind of love them more for it. It's fucking weird. Because like it, you know them. Yeah, like, you know them. You know so when like, you're watching a, a show that you really like, and like and the character the does character what you, want does them what to you do. think they're gonna do, yeah, it's the best. It's because because you know that character and they're like acting in alignment of what you know about them, and it's like even when it's annoying, you're like, I fucking love them, whatever. Exactly, it's, it's stupid. so stupid. Like when Joe pees all over a couch, we're like oh, I fucking love him. <laughs> Joe's like one of our cats, not our friend Joe, who we were talking about earlier. No, but it's pretty funny to think that, like, that we have a friend funny. named Joe, that and he just comes over and pees on our house. Our couch. Well, if I have to say, if there was a friend of mine at all who just comes randomly over and pees on my couch it would be i think joe. everyone would agree it's joe probably yes in a way that makes people go oh that's kind of didn't funny. he shit in bart's bush one time yeah he's, he's all kinds he, of he like really had shit. to go and like he they weren't home and so there's like doorbell ring footage of him taking a shit in, so his, in his bushes <laughs> and the best part is that he probably just added more fertilizer or something bart already did yeah like months prior i guarantee it yeah knowing these cats well anyway Thank you for writing, everybody. If yes. you would like us to answer one of your questions. Podcast at Nikki.Limo. That is it. L-I-M-O. And check out our sponsors. It really it helps, helps the show support the show. And check out our Patreon. Check out our Patreon. It helps the show a lot. And also, guys, please take care of yourselves out there. Take Hope, care of yourselves. I know that we all have just, you know, taken a lot of time recently, like gone through a bunch of shit as a world. But as a world. <laughs> let's take care of ourselves a little bit better. Yeah, I think if you can focus on you, uh, that really is something that you can control, and it's kind of feels good. So there you go. I love that. Talk to you soon. Don't do drugs. Oh, I love that. Unless they're the hallucinogens, I don't count those. Yeah, the the, the plants don't. Yeah, the, count. the mushrooms. The, the plants DMT, don't the count. The DMTs. If they can grow, it doesn't count. If it has to be synthesized. Yeah. That's what we're talking. Agreed. See you next week. Bye.